everybody, this is Townsend. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, and mental health advocate, and I started the You're Not Alone project and podcast to help educate, spread awareness, and simply help you feel a little less alone, no matter what you're going through. Thank you so much for tuning in to Season 2 of You're Not Alone with Townsend. Be sure to click the follow button and share these stories. You can also watch the interviews on our YouTube under Townsend T Music. You can also keep up with the journey if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Townsend T Music. Every like, follow, and share helps us continue to change lives. What is up, guys? It is your host, Townsend. Thank you so much for tuning in to You're Not Alone with Townsend. Today, we've got somebody that I actually had the honor of meeting last week, Miss Brandy Boyles. And I'm not going to lie, she is styling and profiling right now. She's wearing a You're Not Alone with Townsend t-shirt. Yes. And it looks great. I'm not going to lie for people that aren't watching. Uh, you should snag one because there's no better t-shirt. It's the most comfortable, isn't it? Oh, it is so comfortable. And seriously, if you do not have one, you've got to get one because it's probably, it's right up there with my top three favorite shirts. Yes. I love it so much. She came ready. I'm digging it. <laughs> I love it so much. So today we're going to be jumping into childhood cancer, which man, is a tough topic. And I wouldn't have ever guessed when you met Brandy, she's so bubbly and happy. You'd never guess that she's had her hard days. And man, just thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate that. Man, thank you so much for having me. And it's such an honor. Like I seriously, I was fangirling so hard last week when I finally got to see you. I'm not gonna lie. It was like the best day ever so oh I love that and I was like awesome. can I put this to be on her podcast <laughs> oh man stop it stop it I love that so much well, thank you so much that is such an honor I was doing the same with you I think you're amazing um oh well, thank go, you yeah absolutely um let's go ahead and hop in so who the heck is Brandy Boyle so uh what's your age what's your job title Obviously, we already know what we're going to be chit-chatting about, but your kids, how old are they? Yeah. Fill us all in. Tell us all okay. about you, girl. <laughs> well, um, I'm Brandy, um, aka Bulldog. That's what the kids with the, you know, Heroes and Angels call me. Um, I'm 42. I've got four kids. Um, they're all grown up. Um, one of them is my bonus kid. I've actually given birth to three. Um, so they're kind of all out doing their own, their own thing. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I never really felt comfortable talking about myself because I'm always, you know, I'm like, when I have that chance to have that platform, I'm like, okay guys, so guess what? Here's children, you know, childhood cancer. We got to get going on this, you know? So, yeah. um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm a cosplayer. I, uh, I like to dress up as fictional characters and, you know, go to conventions and, pretend to be a pretty pretty princess sometimes you know other times who I'm the villain so you know that's always fun <laughs> who doesn't want to be someone else every now and then right yeah um I love motorcycles I love riding um just I'm just about up for anything you know um I love to go play pool throw some axes every once in a while okay. if there's food I'm gonna be there so uh that's always a good way to get me in just Dude, that's tell I'm me there's about. gonna be food I'm there you know yeah. You love live music. I can tell that. I love live music. Yes. I love music. Absolutely. It speaks to my soul. Um, especially when someone like yourself, when you can tell, you know, that 
they just put their heart and soul into it and it's just their absolute passion and you can actually feel the words coming out it's that's everything to me and it's just like listening to you sing even if you're doing a cover it's like you make it your own and it's just it's so beautiful like right now I've got goosebumps thinking about it just because you do you make it your own and for me that's you know you're sharing a part of your heart with everyone else and there's nothing more beautiful than that stop it god this this podcast was all about you and now I'm leaving feeling better about myself what in the world I love it I need to call you every day just like to talk me up that's what just compliment me and make me feel good about myself I love it. Dude, that I've is- got a list. I could go on forever. You're amazing. Oh, man. Thank you so I much. I just speak the truth, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, we decided uh, she could be my bodyguard. There's some weird things. There's yeah. some strange people out there that happen, especially when you're a female in the music industry and you're out super late. So we decided all bulldog here could whip some tail and uh, get those. I do train jujitsu. There so. you go. See? Everybody yeah. listening, be careful. Okay, let's hop in. So so you're very passionate about childhood cancer. And I want to go ahead and hop into this because I feel like this is something okay. incredibly important. I feel like we see people post about it all the time, but we don't really ever mm-hmm. hear, hear people dive into the details or maybe what it was like yeah. because it is a hard conversation. So it is. yeah, tell us why this topic is so special for you. I want to personally thank you for taking the time to listen to these conversations. It truly means so much. We've changed so many lives for the better, and we want to continue doing so throughout 2023. This project is made possible by sponsors and patrons. So if you'd like to help keep the You're Not Alone project going and hearing these amazing stories, we would love for you to join the family at patreon.com slash Music. Just for signing up, you'll get free merch, discounts, and behind-the-scenes patron-only footage. Not only of my music, but of each episode. That's right, so each guest on every episode answers a few more questions that only patrons will be able to watch and listen to. So head on over to patreon.com slash Music, and let's continue changing lives. Um, okay. Well, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Bailey, she's actually a two-time childhood cancer survivor. Um, she was diagnosed when she was two. Uh, we were a month shy of being in remission for three years when she relapsed and she had to have a bone marrow transplant. Um, so that was our story. And, um, you know, for the longest time, even after, you know, she was, because after seven years, you're considered, you know, you know, total remission, um, those numbers change all the time. It's hard to keep up, but you know, people don't realize what you go through at the time. Um, my biggest thing is with heroes and angels, actually, I'm going to go ahead and if that's okay, talk about heroes and angels for just a second. Uh, we were actually, it was a, an accident. We were tagged in a post. There was a guy named Ken Betancourt that was riding his bicycle, not his motorcycle, his bicycle across the United States to raise awareness for childhood cancer. And his friend Jack Bernard lives here in Arkansas. So anyway, we got tagged in this and they invited us to be special guests at their lemonade stand. Uh, Long story short, they had been talking about starting a nonprofit and they invited me to join with them. And so Heroes and Angels was born. Uh, we did lose uh, Ken 
this past February to lung cancer. He's also he was also a, a brain cancer survivor. Um, but yeah, they met me. They're the ones that actually uh, coined the bulldog because they were like, "You get your teeth into something, and somebody's going to listen whether they want to or not." So I love it. We got to have those. People. So, uh, so I kind of became yeah, you know, the front man, and um, I was also the one that had you know the more hands-on experience, you know, with what was needed. Um, and what we do is we focus on life outside the hospital because that's where people tend to forget. Um, so, you know, we, we worry about things like birthday parties, uh, rent, gas, groceries, making sure that your your, ma- your lawn is getting mowed. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize how easy it is to help out a family because they're so overwhelmed when they hear the words childhood cancer. They're either too scared to ask questions or they don't know what to ask. And so, you know, my what I always tell everybody is just ask. You know, that's the biggest thing um, because cancer doesn't end when you leave the hospital. And it's not something that's going to be over in just a couple of months. And so that long term support system is what we try to is what we try to provide for these families and what we and what I especially try to advocate for. You know, I mean, obviously, yes, we need a cure. We need better treatments. We need, you know, more options for our kids. But we have to have short term goals in order to reach those long term goals. And if we can support our families during this time, it gives our parents and our kids more room to focus on actually fighting instead of having to worry about going to the grocery store or whether or not, you know, they're getting a ticket because they forgot to mow the yard before they had to run to the hospital or if they're going to have gas to get to the ER, you know, things like that. So love that so much. Now, how long is that? So that's where I'm at. That's what I focus on. So, yeah, I love it. How long have y'all been doing that now? Um, we were first established, officially established in 2015, October of 2015. That is so, so amazing. Yeah. So we've got the best support system. In, I mean, in Arkansas, there's some of the most amazing groups that help us like uh, the Punishers uh, Motorcycle Club, the LEMC. They are always there for us to help out um, the Arkansas cosplay community. You know, they came together Um they actually made me uh, a con director. I didn't even realize I was putting on a comic con and they told me I was. And so then it turned into our biggest fundraiser that we do each year, um, which is awesome. But one of those, again, things is just like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but we're just going to jump in and see how it goes. Uh, so, but like uh, chaotic kingdom wrestling, the wrestler, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they are awesome. Um, they do a benefit show for us. And there's just so many groups that Heroes and Angels would not be able to be here without because, you know, we were we rely solely on the support from our community. So absolutely. They're the ones that make this happen for our kids and our families. That is so cool. So how does that work? Do y'all have people that you're like, okay, you're going to mow their lawn this week. You're going to cook for them this week. Like, how do you handle who does what? Well, usually what happens is I get a call or a text and then I put the shout out. If I can't do it, then I find somebody. So I love that so much, man. Oh, man. And it it is. It's the community that's been built. It's just it's an absolutely 
it's there aren't words to describe it because it's just it's so heartwarming to know how, like you know I get out on Facebook and I'm like hey guys I've got a family they need school supplies and within usually about 30 minutes to an hour I've got the need covered then some you know yeah. oh, so, so but cool. I think it helps too when people realize you know there are ways that they can help but you know it to them it may not necessarily seem like a big way but to our families, that's one less thing they have to worry about, you know? Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah, absolutely. I had a very close friend that went through breast cancer and all I could think was, what can we do to help? But like I said, I think people are afraid to ask the questions, which is why this podcast came around. Like, man, break that ice. You're never going to learn. Yeah. And you're never going to help if you don't get in and you ask, hey, how can I yeah. help you? People are so afraid of hurting yeah. feelings. Right. And people are so scared of the questions or they're so scared. And another big piece of advice that I always give, you know, whether it's, you know, child cancer or, you know, long term illness, any of that, like when you ask, be like, hey, can I bring you dinner by tonight? Or, you know, hey, would it be cool if we came by and mowed the yard on Thursday? Because a lot of times when you're specific with questions, it helps that person so much because they have so much going through their minds. You have so many people that are like, hey, let me know if you need anything. Honestly, half the time they can't tell you what they need because there's so much going on. They have a list that's a mile long. So, you know, if you just start with little things and say, hey, I'm going to bring dinner by on Wednesday or, you know. I'm going to bring you some first clothes and drop them off at the hospitals or anything else you need me to bring while I'm coming up there. Things like that are really awesome. I love that. I love that you're pointing that out because that was something that I noticed again with my friend that went through this. It was when you asked, what can I do? They're either too shy or they don't know what to tell mm -hmm. you. But when you set it down, right. and like we're doing dinner these nights, they were like, great. Yes. That helps so much. Yes, because and that's a big thing, too, is, you know, it's it's hard to swallow your pride and ask for help, you know, especially when it's when it seems like something stupid, like, hey, could you bring me dinner to the hospital? Because, you know, I mean, there was times I was living off of chips and candy bars out of the vending machines, you know, yeah. so anybody that would have brought me some food. I would have, you know, just kissed the ground they walked on. So, I mean, things like that or fresh clothes. That's a huge yeah. thing. So you never know, you know, what small thing that you can do that might just completely turn their entire month around. Absolutely. So how, how old is your daughter now? She is 23 now. So, okay. So did you know anything about childhood cancer before your daughter's diagnosis? I feel like that's something we don't want to even think about. It's not. And it's something that, you know, I wish people didn't have to think about. And honestly, I was one of those people that, you know, anytime a St. Jude's commercial came on TV, I'd switch the channel because it was too sad. I didn't want to look at it, you know? Yeah. And um, that's the reason, honestly, that a lot of people don't talk about childhood cancer is because it's too sad and it's, you know, it's so emotional. And so that's one, one reason too, that. We try, I try to bring the fun side out because these are still kids. They have to deal with that enough. You know, their, their childhood is stolen from them. And so, you know, my job, what I feel like I was, you know, my purpose is, is to give as much of that back to them as I can. And, you know, luckily, like I said before, I'm surrounded by such an amazing group of people that are willing to help me do that, you know, without blinking an eye. Um, but 
sometimes you have to just be matter of fact about it. You know, you have to talk about it and you have to be like, yeah, this is the way it is, but you can't forget we're still dealing with kids. You know, you've got to, sometimes it's just like, you know, when you're a parent, you know, there's been, you know, countless times and I know other cancer parents are the same way. You go out in the hallway and you ball your eyes out for about five minutes and then you wipe it off and you go right back in, you know? And I try to take as much off of those parents as I can, because I know that anytime they have the chance to see their kids smile or their, their kids having the chance of just being a kid and just being normal, quote unquote, for a day means the world, you know? So Man, I love that so much. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you know any, like off the top of your head, do you know any childhood cancer statistics that might bring it to life for people that are listening? Oh, I could list a whole bunch for you. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do one or two. But um, like the biggest one right now, the biggest one right now is um people don't realize like how little funding childhood cancer gets. Um from the National Cancer Institute, we get less than four percent of their of their funding. Yeah. And that, that's to cover all childhood cancers. Um, there's over 100 different subtypes of, of childhood cancers. And so, you know, less than 4% of your budget goes to cover all of those. Um, depending on what type of cancers, you know, there are some cancers uh, like DFPG. It's, I always hate talking about it just because it's it's so hard, but um, DIPG is pretty much, a, you know, a 0% chance. The, the worst thing, honestly, is with most childhood cancers, it's not environmental and it's not, they don't know what causes it. And so not knowing what causes it, you can't hide it. So, I mean, you know, you can't prevent it. So there's no preventative measures for childhood cancer. There's only treatment after it happens. Um, you know, like, for example, my daughter, she has, she has leukemia. Well, we all potentially have those cells in our bodies. So some of them turn into cancer and then some of them don't. They don't know why. Um, that's why I'm a bit, a huge advocate for, you know, individualized treatment. Um, I know that they were doing some amazing work, like at UAMS, where, um, they were, and I am in no way an expert or doctor or a researcher or, you know, so this is all just what I've read. So please don't anybody come at me. But um, so what they were doing was they were actually taking like vaccines and injecting them into the cells, into like cancer cells so that the body could attack those cancer cells because the reason your body doesn't attack cancer cells is because they're your own cells. So they don't see them as a threat. Wow. Okay. Which is a big problem because they are a threat. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. They're getting away. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh man. Um. But another thing is a lot of people don't realize um what you know even though we have all of these kids that survive people don't realize like as an adult what they have to face and you know obviously their risks you know, higher risks for more cancers and different types of cancers as they grow older, but they also have so many health issues that come not even just from the cancer itself or from the chemo, but from the different drugs that they had to be on while they were taking the chemo. For example, like my daughter, she ended up having to have, um, Yag laser and, um, 
cataract surgery on both of her eyes at 15 years old because of steroid use because they had to have her on steroids so often and for so long that it causes a certain kind of thing in your eye which gives you cataracts and that was just from the steroids that they had to put her on so that her little body was strong enough to get the chemo or the radiation that she was getting wow okay that's yeah yeah you don't think about that you think about in the yeah. hospital what you're doing and that's it like I said when people go right home, it exactly continues. wow okay yeah so you what, know and I mean these kids their immune systems are shot for the rest of their life pretty much you know they've got a they've got it rough yeah so. absolutely now you do something I was reading up on you you sent me some talks that you did and some articles and you do something called the war cry can you explain that oh, to us? Like, what cry, is that? Yeah. yeah, what is that? Okay. So, um, so you know, we angels. Our heroes are our kids that are fighting. Um, and our angels are the ones that, you know, aren't here with us anymore. Sorry. Um, you know, I've lost a lot of a lot of kids. And uh it never gets easier. Uh you never get used to it, you never get over it. Um and I'm the type of person I get, it seems like, you know, with each kid, it gets worse every time, you know, because it's, it, you feel like you fail them. But from the very beginning, you know, one of our biggest things was that our kids would never be forgotten. I can't speak for every parent, but the parents that have lost a child to cancer, I can tell you, you know, one of their biggest things, one of their biggest fears is that their child will be forgotten and that nobody will know that they were here. And I made a promise when I began Heroes, you know, when I helped start Heroes and Angels that I would ne do everything within my power to make sure that never happened. And so, you know, we talk about our angels all the time. Um, but the biggest way that we we honor them is that our Comic-Con each year, we do what we is, is called the battle cry. Um, our kids did not fight quietly. Uh, we don't fight quietly, obviously, you know, I've got a big mouth. I was here for a reason, so <laughs> I'm going to use it. And so what we do is we stop all sales, stop all games, everything instead of stop in the, you know, the whole convention. And we read off a list of all of our angels, everyone that we've lost. And then once we finish reading off all of our names, everyone in the building gives the loudest, most obnoxious cry, you know, scream, yell, you know, we have noisemakers, whatever it is, just as loud as you can for our angels. So that is so cool. I love that. Yeah, that's too cool. I love it. I love it. So well, what thank does, you. I don't think people understand really what even treatment looks like for a child with cancer. Well, <laughs> I mean, you talked about steroids and chemo, but I mean, they're their little body they're they're fighting like a like an adult yeah well the problem is is um our kids are getting adult chemo you know you don't give your child uh adult Tylenol but we're giving them adult chemo you know because we don't have the drugs that we need for the our children so we're using you know adult chemo and adult cancer drugs to fight cancer in our children um so, you know, they're on steroids. They have to get blood transfusions. There's spinal taps. Um, you know, they have to go in like when 
and there's so much has changed since, you know, my daughter went through, you know, her, her treatments, but, you know, it was like every other week we were in the hospital for three days to get treatments. And then after that, when we got home, she still had to take drugs to flush out, um, her, the chemo and stuff because she was at risk of burning up her kidneys when she was passing, yeah, when she was passing the chemo, just because the chemo and everything is so strong. Um, and I was actually pregnant the second time that we were going through everything. And then we had to be careful because so crazy. This stuff is so dangerous that, you know, when you're pregnant, you can't always, you can't be around her just because of the radiation or the chemo that's emitting these out of their bodies. It's coming out everywhere. And you see how the nurses and the doctors have to deal with your child and you're literally sitting there watching them pump poison, which it is, it's absolute poison into your child in hopes that it's going to kill this thing, this monster that's coming after your kid. And there's nothing you can do but sit there and watch and hope and pray. Um, it's one, it is, I can't say it's one, it. For me, it's the absolute most helpless feeling in the world because there's absolutely nothing you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness gracious. So what, how can people find your nonprofit? What's the best way to go about being like, okay, I know somebody going through this or I myself are going through this. I'd love support. How could they find y'all? Honestly, the best way is to get, get in contact with me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. It's Brandy Boyles Bullock. Or uh, call me at 501-612-7432. Either text or call. That's the best way. Um, And I will get you whatever you need. Um, I'm even here for, like, support. Because a lot of times, you know, there's not that support there for the parents. Sometimes they just need to call and yell at somebody that understands and can hand and be like, Hey, this is not fair. I'm really mad. I just need to yell. Can you just, and I'm like, Hey, I got you go for it. I'm mad too. You know? So yeah. I'm the bulldog. I can handle it. Yeah. I'm like, man, I will yell right with you. If you need somebody just to cry while you yell at them. So it feels like you're yelling at some, I can do that too. You know? Um, I just try to, I try to give what I know that I needed at the time. And that's what I focus on. So it may not be the best way, the most professional way, but for me, it's what I feel guided to do. So yeah, I think that's what I do. I I think we need a little bit of all of that. Absolutely. So how can people going through this find more support? Is there something that you found helpful, particularly? Um, check with, okay, especially in Arkansas, if you check with your, um, your child, um, at children's hospital, if you're going to children's hospital, um, if you check with your social, social workers, they have a great list of, you know, places. Cause I know that when we were there, they were, I mean, Johnny on the spot, they've got a list of different organizations that can help you, um, you feel free to reach out to me. I can point you into, you know, different directions with, you know, cause I've got a whole list of different organizations that focus on different aspects. Um, because that's another thing is, you know, some, some organization with nonprofits, it's so tricky because you have to be very specific in what it is that you do, you know, when you apply for your nonprofit status. So, you know, depending on what the need is at the time, 
you know, I can find that need for you somewhere else, or I can point you, you know, in a different direction to another organization. Those are the best ways, honestly, is word of mouth. There are tons of uh, childhood cancer support groups online, like on Facebook. And those are great places to start. Uh, A lot of those are extremely welcoming. Um, They'll, you know, willing to answer any questions. Um, Very supportive, especially with newly diagnosed families, because, you know, when newly diagnosed families, that's one of the hardest things is because your life just gets completely shattered in a moment and you have no idea where to go, what to do, what to think, you know, nothing. So even just getting you into contact with another family to talk to is a huge thing. So So tell us the name of the nonprofit one more time before we go. Heroes and Angels. Heroes and Angels. I love it so, so much. That is so cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Brandy, I love it so much. Thank you so much for all that you do, for all that you continue to do. I hope people listening to this, what's one thing that you hope that they take away from this conversation? That you are the difference. Whether you realize it or not, you are the difference. You have that ability within you. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people, if we talk about kids, they talk about your, your child's advocate. You are the difference. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Brandy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing uh, your nonprofit with us and just for doing all that you do for these people. How amazing. I couldn't have thought of a better person to do all of this stuff. The bulldog (laughs) is there. I love it. Everybody listening, Brandy and I are going to continue talking. If you want to hear the rest of the questions, go to patreon.com slash Townsend Team Music. If not, we will see you next week. Brandy, I'll catch you later, sis. Thank you so much. Absolutely. If you'd like to hear the rest of this interview, visit patreon.com slash Townsend Team Music. And don't forget, you can also watch the interviews on our YouTube channel at Townsend Team Music YouTube. Okay, guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell, I have the perfect company for you. Clark & Co. Realty is located in the Benton, Bryant, Arkansas area. They're able to serve you no matter where you're located in the state. They've streamlined the process of buying or selling a home to make it so much easier. They have a team of industry experts that make sure you have access from anything you can think of. I'm talking from local home inspectors to painters to gardeners and so much more just to provide you with the best service possible. They're dedicated to providing the most up-to-date market data in the area. And I think the coolest part is if you go on their website, you can use their easy-to-use fast property search. You can even create a custom market report to see what's active, under contract, and sold in your neighborhood. Their team is made up of caring, knowledgeable professionals that work around the clock to help you with the process of buying and selling your home. So again, if you're in the market to buy or sell, Clark & Co. Realty is definitely the company for you. Tell them Townsend sent you. Let's be honest. I think we could all use somebody to talk to every now and then. Healing Path Counseling in Conway, Arkansas is 100% my go-to when it comes to therapy. Wendy Blackwood has more credentials than letters in the alphabet. She's won awards for her outstanding services and has a whole page of board memberships. Basically, she knows what she's doing. 
she works hard to help equip you with the tools needed to live your best life. She even offers a variety of services including, but not limited to, cognitive behavioral therapy, technology-assisted counseling, relationship counseling, and EMDR. Trust me, I know therapy can be intimidating at first, but let me assure you, Wendy does her best to make you comfortable and find the best solutions and plans for you. Trust me, don't wait to make the call. Give Wendy Blackwood Healing Path Counseling a call today. Get started on the best version of you. 